Welcome to the Planet Argon Podcast. Today we have Allison, Carlos, Gary, Ryan, and Robbie. Today's topic hiring. First off, we wanted to introduce a new team member, Ryan Gensel. So, Ryan, where are you originally from? South Carolina. Ryan, what got you into design? I always enjoyed drawing things and taking things apart, and design seemed like the, the best combination of the two. Now, you'll be hearing more about Ryan in the near future. Next up, we wanted to talk about our recent hiring process. We've hired a number of people over the last few years, and we thought we'd take a different approach this time, because we found that hiring designers is much different and more complicated than hiring a good developer. This time around, we decided to um, put up a designer challenge as part of the requirements for actually being considered for the, 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 the position. So uh, why don't Allison explain kind of what her motivation was behind the designer challenge? Uh, motivation was to find somebody that had a well-rounded set of skills. And so the designer challenge tried to help us get a sense of you know where people were at um, with the the various aspects of of design and you know everybody sort of has their own definition of what a designer is but mm -hmm. for us we were really looking for somebody who who could you know both do the high higher level design concepts and strategy work so interaction design um, user experience stuff, then all the way down through to you know visual design and then into implementation, so HTML, CSS, um, some JavaScript. And so yeah, I mean that was basically what what we were looking for was to see how people would respond in those three areas. All right, so how I mean I mean how, how, maybe you could tell our our listeners how we went about. What was the challenge? What did the, the challenge right. consist of? So the challenge um, was to take a... We put together um, a really rough wireframe that had some things wrong with it mm -hmm. and then asked people how they would improve the experience of... It was a form for uh, like a recipe application, so it would be a form for adding right. a new recipe. And so we'd ask people how they would improve the experience of interacting with the form, what they might do to improve the, the aesthetics of the form, and then also you know, how they would approach marking it up using HTML. And then and, and CSS as well. So we got a variety of, of responses in terms of how people presented their answers to us. But that was, you know, that was the core of it. Great. So yeah, we posted that ad, you know, back I think back in December is when we first started advertising for the position. But um, as far as where we decided in the past, we've also done this. We we decided to post the ad as well on Craigslist and on Thirty Seven Signals. From that, we kind of found that we actually got a a lot of traffic from the 37 Signals job board, which is great. Um, but we actually didn't get a lot of local candidates, which is something that we were explicitly looking for. We were considering remote uh, people as well that might consider moving here, but since we do like to have a team that's all on site, we were primarily looking for someone that lived in Portland or wanted to live in Portland. So, and with 37 Signals job board, it ended up bringing a lot of people that were in other parts of the country that didn't want to move. And so, they weren't good candidates for the position. Um, what we did as well on our website was we, on our website we have a career section and we decided to have the job posting there. Then we had, you know, all the details about how they needed to, you know, respond to the job ad as well. And that allowed us to put all the different asset, assets for the, the, the wire frames and the, the ideas that Allison put in the designer challenge as well, so. We even, I even mentioned the job posting on Twitter um, right. And we had several uh, good responses come just through uh, seeing the, the job posting through Twitter. Yeah. So, 
All right, so let's see. Kind of moving on and talk about a little bit more about the responses, but um, all right. Well, actually, actually, Ryan, how did you hear about us? Uh, I found you guys through Craigslist. Okay, well, great. So, so what the responses? Um, what did you think of those that we got? Well, we got a lot, um, and they were all they they were very different. Um, we got a wide range of, of types of responses. You know, from just a quick one line email with, you know an attachment with their resume without really sort of paying attention to to the the designer challenge but the people that did respond to the challenge you know some people would just write up a quick um you know a couple sentences in response to each of the three major questions some people you know would mark up the full page and send me the html and the css and all of the graphics that they created um some people it was just sending over some screenshots or, you know, there was really a wide variety. Mm-hmm. I, I was really, it was interesting just to see how different, differently people approached just answering the questions and how they chose to answer the questions. Um, the things that I, I found, kind of find interesting about the whole process is that um, you, can, you can tell when people actually pay attention to details and actually follow the, you know, the instructions, which was, a good good way for a kind of a good initial filtering process was that we were able to um, look at people like if they didn't follow the directions, they didn't provide a designer challenge. We could immediately just ignore them. But there's other people that would say things like, "I pay great attention to detail," but half of their email was full of typos and it was written in some sort of MySpace like language that wasn't even English. So it's and these people actually have been you know, being college graduates, which was kind of surprising as well. So, um, what I found was interesting was a lot of people maybe came out of like the art institutes and stuff like that. Actually, it didn't seem like they were given enough training on actually how to, you know, go about trying to get a job, which was kind of disappointing. But right. Allison, out of all the, all the people that you got, how did you filter them down to finally get to the interview phase? That part was tricky. Um, it took me probably about six hours just to sort of filter through all of the designer challenges. Um, so I created myself a little worksheet that I printed out um, and would write down, you know, anybody who I was who I was taking the time to look through their response. You know, some people you'd open up the response and it was immediately clear that they they weren't going to be a good fit, and so. I would just move on from there, but then the ones that that did seem like they were at least worth um, exploring, I I would grade them <laughs> based on on different criteria. So you know h- how well I liked their response to you know the the question about the user experience, or what I liked in response to the other questions, or just their communication style, um, so- and and then from there I went and. And looked at the highest, the you know ones with the highest grades, and that's sort of how I decided on who I was going to call in for an interview. So, in your process, did you grade them like schools do? You know, A, A, B, yes. C, F. <laughs> I did. Okay. Yeah. So, when people came in for interviews, what kind of questions were you asking them? Well, my big question was, and this is something I got from Jared Spool when he came through for uh, the, I think, UI Roadshow, he talked about how his favorite and an only interview question, if I'm remembering right, is what project are you most proud of? And from there, you sort of can get a sense of what, the peop- what people have worked on, what their responsibilities were. Um, and so getting them to sort of describe all aspects of a particular project c- can give you a good sense of, you know, where they're at and whether or not they would be a good fit for the pro- our process. 
Um, so that was my big question. I know there, there were a bunch of other questions that Robbie and I would kind of take turns asking. Yeah, I mean, things like, you know, can you cook? But, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, as far as other questions that came up, I think I recall us asking questions like, what does design mean to you? Or, mm-hmm. or, or actually, no. maybe more specifically, is what, how, what role do you see design playing in, in business? And just to see how people respond to that. And mm-hmm. it was interesting to hear how people would say things like design was the most important thing. And other people were saying that it was it's a good way to kind of promote a product. But it was just interesting to see how they approached the question because I didn't really provide a lot of context about what type of business it might be because, you know, like Apple, for example, like there's so much emphasis on design, but it's their product, but they use good design to create great products, whereas other companies need good design on the web to promote their other types of products. Like if you're selling like a, you know, a tour package of you know, a vacation, right. the package, the product is the most important thing. To, and you can use design to help communicate that experience or something. But I like I liked that question because it gave me a sense of what the person, how the person viewed design in general. Sort of what what design was their definition of design. Because um, you know some some people it was very very much art art focused, and and for other people uh, you know they took a more business approach. I know Ryan answered the question. I I remember at the time, um, I was excited because he he had a great answer. I think it was just something about um, design is an art or design is is science or it was something something sort of like that. And I was secretly clapping inside because <laughs> that's one of my things is uh, is I, I I don't see design as as art in. And that it's not personal in that way. Anyways, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> we can have a big arm podcast session on why design isn't art. <laughs> At least in the context of the kind of design that we're focused on. Right. So, so what kind of things did you hear that you wished you hadn't? Silence. <laughs> Silence when we would ask, you know, ask questions or, you know, particularly when we asked if if people had any questions for us. Like, not having any questions was kind of disappointing. Right. A couple of people we actually interviewed would, would answer, you know, we asked if they that question, like, do you have any questions for us? And they'd be like, no, I looked at your website. I think I know everything pretty much about you based off of just looking at our website. And I know that our website does not communicate enough about us the way that I, we'd like it to. And that's always an improving process. So. Right. Well, and the inter- interviews are a two-way, they're a two-way thing. I mean, it's not, we're not just interviewing a potential, you know. Exactly. Candidate, they're also interviewing us. So I mean, it's it goes both ways. So if somebody doesn't have any questions for us, that that just it, it concerns me. I I th- so like thinking about this, um, if you had any kind of advice to maybe suggest to people that were maybe designers looking to get a position uh, position at a company like us, the things we found valuable would be think, we want them to be interested in our company right. and, and the kind of work that we do, the kind of pr- clients we like to work with, the company atmosphere. You know the culture like, mm-hmm. that should be an important thing I think because it's very important to us because one of the things we kept saying in our in our um, when we were kind of ex- describing ourselves that our team was like kind of our biggest asset as, as a company and like we really like the people that we work with and coming to work every day is, that's an important part so bringing someone new into that if they don't really show a lot of interest in our team then it's not likely that we're going to show a lot of interest in them as, as a potential candidate. So I have one. You, you answer questions in the context that they're asked. Um, you know, if, if the interview is asking, or the interviewer is asking a specific question as it relates to their company, 
answering it as, as it relates to the, the customers you know about them. Because if it's just from you know, some isolated past experience, maybe they can't relate to it in the same way. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Allison, how did you make the final decision on, uh, after you interviewed people? Well, that's a secret. Um, it was hard Uh, there were you know there were several people that could be potential you know fit Um, and so there was a lot of you know discussion amongst the the team we had a good feeling about Ryan from the beginning and so it, it ended up just sort of coming back to some of our original the original reasons why why we why we liked him after the first interview so, uh, what did you think of the interview process, Ryan? Uh, I thought it was interesting. The first time I was brought in, I uh, met with Robbie and Allison. And here in the studio, it, it's, it's open, so the other designers and developers can, can overhear the, the meetings that are taking place. So, while I'm answering the questions during the interview, you know, the, the people that are at their workstations working can you know, listen to what I'm saying. And if I give a ridiculous answer, you know, they, they can judge me from that point forward whether, you know, they, they've had an opportunity to interview me themselves. So it was a, a little more pressure uh, then. And then when I got called back in for the second interview and actually got a chance to, to meet with Gary and Carlos, it, it was great that, that, that I knew that they could kind of overhear my first interview uh, and relate some of those things uh, in the questions that they were asking me then. Yeah. So, well, great. So I hope that kind of covers that off that topic off a bit. So one last thing we wanted to cover before we kind of close this out is that we wanted to mention that we recently relaunched our blog, which you can find at Planet Argon or blog.planetargon.com. There's a link on our website as well. And we've been having a lot of fun posting, you know, links and photos and quotes and, and articles on our new blog. So make sure you subscribe to the RSS feed. And thanks for listening. Uh, if you have any other topic ideas, please send them in. We're happy to hear them. And thanks again, Miles, for all the advice you've sent over. And Mike Pence out there who keep nagging me to <laughs> start doing this again. So we hope to make this a... You this know, one's for you, Mike. Yes. <laughs> all right. Have a great day. Thanks. Bye. Bye. To learn more, visit planetargon.com. <laughs>